This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 243 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have Clark Stroder. Now, he is the owner of Definitive Pest Control. Clark, how are you doing? Doing awesome. Awesome. Thank you for asking. I love that response, and you know, I love being definitive. Man, in a time of uncertainty, there's nothing like talking with someone who is definitive. So let's start with Definitive Pest Control. Tell us about your company. So I own and operate the company, started the business six years ago, um, was working for a large company prior to that where I learned most of the things I know now about pest control. Um, Hit the ground running six years ago, had a, a... I thought in my mind, man, I really wish I could do this for myself and my family. And, uh, you know, I took the big leap and said, hey, Southwest Florida has got more bugs than people. So I think definitively we have a winner here. We can uh, stay on track. And uh, fast forward six years, um, just finally built a little office, got three employees. Life is going really good. And uh, we definitely have a handle on the, the pests here without a doubt. Oh, I love to hear that because you are dead on, man. I, Barb and I came from Pennsylvania and there are bugs. We, we think they're bugs. Maybe they're just little animals. Who knows? Uh, but the things we've seen down here in Florida, we ain't never seen before. So we're unreal, we're, isn't it? What's that? It's unreal, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man. So I guess you see some, some pretty interesting things uh, in your day to day. I mean, what? What, I guess, what got you into the whole pest business to begin with? What was that journey like? Well, um, you know, as a kid growing up here, I was in Boy Scouts growing up. I've always loved the outdoors. I've been a, a huge advocate with the Everglades. I've just always really appreciated the environment here and nature. And, uh, you know, it's just been a passion of mine since I was a kid, since I started picking up fire ants and burning them with a magnifying glass at a young age. You know, I, <laughs> I said one day, maybe there's a place in the world for me to exist where I can do this for a living. Um, and, you know, during the big downturn in the economy back in uh, the housing crash, I uh, was seeking employment and I stumbled across uh, a big company that gave me a shot and uh, had a great, great manager who mentored me and, and shaped me into a lot of what I am today with uh, running my business now. So um, I, I guess from a young age up until um, needing to provide for my family and something sustainable that I knew would, would, you know, go the long haul that I could depend on for a long time to take care of them and provide a, a life for them that I never could have prior. So um, I was very fortunate in that I could get into the business when I did. And um, it's been good to us. And I sure have learned a lot um, from then until now. I, I think I learned something every day living here with the pest problems we have. So uh, it's a great business in that I, every day I can evolve and kind of learn just a little bit more to make me better at my job. I love it. I love it. So homeowners out there who are dealing with pest issues, what's, uh, what kind of advice do you have for them? You know, at the end of the day, from being a homeowner and to now being a pest professional, it's easiest to hire your pest professional, a local pest professional, than it is to go to the store and try to guess at everything that's on the shelf and what's going to actually do the job for you. Mm -hmm. um, I see people all the time at my local hardware store picking up supplies, and sometimes I talk to them like, hey, you know, I, I've been right where you are before, and uh, I'll tell you, some of that stuff that's on the shelf is not helping you. So, mm -hmm. you know, for homeowners, there's a lot of perception that uh, – 
all the different products work similarly and there's so many different ways to skin the cat in our industry, but test and tried and true. That's always been the best for me. I've experimented with a lot of things in my career of doing this. And, uh, I find that there's definitely black and white areas and the gray area I try to stay out of because, uh, I like to know what works is going to work every time I show up to a house. So, you know, a homeowner, they, they can get a lot done with the things they use on their end. But sometimes when you got those bigger problems that require a professional, that's when you definitely, it pays off to call a guy like me to come out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bet it does. Uh, how about myths? Clark, what kind of myths do you deal with? Uh, oh, so it? many. Yeah. It's across the board. The The one I hear the most is uh, rat poison. People perceive rat poison. We put the rat bait out and then the rats eat the bait and then they go to water and then, you know, they die. And there's just so many different uh, theories about those things. Um, I won't go into many details about it, but that definitely is incorrect. And um, there are a lot of companies that sell like chemical sprays and big, you know, companies, hardware stores that claim that this is the, the cure-all, it's going to take care of all your problems, this is the only product you need. I've probably got 40 different products on my truck I use that are for different applications specifically. Wow. For, certain ants that we deal with that you can't spray or certain ants that only eat baits. And there's just a lot over the years of doing this that I've learned. And I, I still learn every day. It's, it's amazing the learning curve on this and it changes all the time. So you always got to be up on what's going on all the time. So I got to ask this question just for fun. The most unique experience uh, that you've had in your six years or, or more of doing this, what comes to mind? Wow. I mean, I've had some doozies in my day. I have to say the scariest one I ever did uh, was a foreclosure. And people hear about roaches all the time and they get scared one or two little roaches in a house. I've seen some of the most terrifying things imaginable with, with roaches. And one particularly, I went into this foreclosure and it hadn't been lived in in six months and the people left all their food in the house and they had a major problem with roaches, like German roaches. And when I walked in the door and I shined the light on the floor, the floor made a path. The roaches were clearing like a, like a path in front of me with the light. Oh. Every single inch of this house was covered. Every picture frame that was left there had an outline around it from where the roaches had been living. You take them off the walls and you still see the picture on the wall. It was incredible. Oh. So I, I got to deal with that one for the bank and we were able to get that resolved pretty quickly. They gave me a real short timeline. They said, we need this done. And, two weeks. And I, so I had to go every other day, Whoa. quickly get it taken care of. But by the end of it, they sold the house, were able to get it moved on and everything was good. But I've had some real challenges that really tested my abilities to, uh, you know, take care of it on a, on a deadline nonetheless. But, um, I, you know, I like the challenge. I, I, every day is different for me. That's a lot of why I like my business is that you can get in the mundane of doing the same thing every day, but we never have the same thing. It's always a curveball. Oh my goodness. I can't even imagine. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. <laughs> so was that, I was just going to say, we're going to talk about fun, but you have so much fun with all your critter friends. Um, what about when you're not in the business? What are you doing for fun? Oh, my, my wife and son and I, uh, we love to go fishing together. We love going, uh, to the you know, Everglades fishing. Um, I do Boy Scout or I do Cub Scouts with my son Aiden, who's in fifth grade now. I run a den with him. I work in a local Cub Scout troop, uh, Pack 210 in Naples. 
we've been in that since he was in first grade. Uh, my wife and I like to go to concerts together. We're huge uh, music fans. We enjoy all different genres of music. So we try to venture into anything and everything that's out there that we could go enjoy and have some time together. Um, but a lot, of, a lot of times we're out on the boat fishing or we're doing something, you know, chasing down fireflies at night, doing something to appreciate nature. That's like our biggest drive together. Wait a minute. There are fireflies in Florida? We have uh, lightning bugs, yep, and you only see them. I saw them recently whenever they stopped spraying, around right after COVID started. The spraying uh -huh. all stopped, and I haven't seen them since I was a kid. And I saw them in my backyard. And so we went on a long drive, and we saw hundreds of them that night. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Like, it's oh such an anomaly. Well, I'm, I'm, you made Barb's day. She loves lightning bugs or fireflies, and she thought that – you know, we've had conversations about this, how they just don't exist in Florida, but apparently they do. Oh, yeah. You got to go to remote areas. Like, we go to Picuane Forest. It's right down the street from me on Everglades. Uh -huh. I try to go there around dusk or, you know, right around that time of day when it starts to get a little dark, right past dusk, and that's when they start to pop up. Um, that's really neat. You don't really see them that often, but there are some cool areas. I'll, I'll give you some directions to it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> love it, love it. So how about a uh, hardship, Clark, that you rose above looking back in life and saying, hey, you know, made it through that and I'm better for it, I'm stronger. What comes to mind? You know, um, at a young age, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I was trying to figure it out. I had an academic scholarship to go to college at Georgia Southern after I graduated high school in uh, southeast Georgia in Camden County. And um, after getting out of college, I didn't really have uh, a ton of direction like where I wanted to go. I went for business, um, you know, and I, I tried a lot of different things before I got into pest control. And uh, at some point in my life, I fell pretty flat on my face where, uh, you know, I, I had to pick myself up and figure out what I was going to do with my life in my mid 20s. And, uh, you know, my wife and I, we got married. And uh, I think that that was the big, you know, jumping off point for me was uh, we got married. And then that same year, right after we got married, my wife uh, got pregnant. And it was that moment where it's like, wow, you are now responsible for all of this. And including my wife now, because she couldn't work. So uh, made a conscious decision at that point that here we go, I got to do this. So started working for the big company I worked for, put all my cards in, you know, put all the chips on the table and just said, I'm in, let's, let's do this. And I want to be the best at this that I could possibly be. But coming from a background where, um, you know, my family didn't have a lot of money. I was never left anything. I had to earn everything I've got, uh, everything. Um, so coming from that background, I knew that you, you get what you give, you know, in life. And I had to give everything I had to get what I got in return back. And it's been a long road, you know, getting to where I am, but a great road. I, I don't think I'd want it any other way because I, I grew up with a, a father who taught me everything you, you own, you earn, you know, so get up every day, put your boots on tight and get out there and figure it out and, and make it happen. So I take his advice, you know, I've carried it with me for a long time and just applied it to everything in my life. And, uh, you know, it's like everyone says usually about their old man, they were right. And he was so I'm real grateful that I had him, you know, to teach me those things when he did. Yeah, man. Yeah. It is great, great advice. And I think so important today for our youth, uh, you know, nothing gets handed to you. And, and when it does, you, you almost, not you almost, I think there's a tendency to feel you don't deserve it. You didn't earn it. Right. So important to earn things. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
So, Clark, one thing you wish our listeners knew about definitive pest control, what would that be? Um, you're going to get the best experience we could possibly offer. We um, have tested every single product we use. We know what the results are going to be. Every time we step foot on the property, no matter what it's for, we're bringing the best available knowledge, products, and service that you know your money can buy. And uh, it's always straightforward with everything, straightforward pricing, straightforward service agreements, and um, a good experience every time we come over there. And I, let, I go to every single house still. Every new house we go to, every new inspection, I'm a part of it. And I work with my teams closely so that we, I could monitor everything from start to finish and they are exceptional. I mean, I, if I had to hire anybody, I'd hire my guys to come to my house and that's not being biased. I think that my guys really have what it takes to, to, to do the business right and to do everything the right way. So, um, you know, definitively different from others. We're always going to come with the best products and you're always going to hopefully have the best experience possible when you deal with us. Love it. Love it, Clark. Love your attitude and uh, certainly your background there. And I know our listeners do as well. So where should we send them, those that want to learn more? Well, we have a a page on Google, Definitive Pest Control. You can go to definitivepestcontrol.com. I've got a Facebook page set up for Definitive Pest Control. You can reach me anytime on either of those pages. Um, got a, all of our information, customer testimonials, photos of the guys, um, pictures of our families. You know, you get to know us on a, on a personal level in that way because we're coming to your house on a regular and hopefully for 20, 30 years. So I like to be friends with all my customers, not just customers. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to be. And that's what the Good Neighbor Podcast is all about. You know, we're on this community together helping one another. And it's so nice when you're working with a company that – lives in your backyard and you know you're supporting the community we're supporting the community and we just uh you know become an awesome place to live like we've been for a long time now and continue to be that's why everyone's flocking to florida now right they they've heard about definitive pest control (laughs) (laughs) i hope so you know having lived here since the 80s i've lived here since 1984 um and it's exponentially grown. Uh, yeah. I remember growing up here and it was lime rock dirt roads and saw Palmetto with about three people on a street. Never in our wildest dreams would we would have thought it had gone to this level one day, but here we are and people are definitely still coming. So we're ready for them whenever they are. That's great. That's great. Minus the bugs. That's right. Minus the bugs. We'll leave them at the door. Well, Clark, we wish you the absolute best and I appreciate your time today. Likewise, thank you very much. I appreciate you doing the interview. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.